0: Hi, Broncos country. Uh, Tim Lynch is here with Chris Hart, uh, our resident draft guru. Uh, We're both writers for Mile High Report, and we're going to be covering a draft profile today on the Mile High Broncos podcast with Fans First Sports Network. Uh, Today, we're going to be hitting the tight end position. Um, It's a position that seems to be rumored a position of... That, that Sean Payton is interested in in the draft, um, surprisingly. You know, they, the Broncos do have Greg Dulcich uh, and Albert Oak woo, Oak woo. That was difficult. Um, but, you know, we we follow the rumors, and we want to make sure we we cover guys that we think the Broncos might target if they're interested in. Uh, today we're going to look at Iowa tight end Sam Laporta. Uh, he's 6'3", 245. Uh, he ran a four five nine forty. Uh, is ten, 10 and a quarter inch hands. Um,
1: what can you tell us about him, Chris? Sure. Yeah, I guess let's just dial back the clocks a little bit to what you just said. Obviously, the Broncos did invest a third round pick in uh, UCLA tight end Greg Dulcich last year. Uh, they did uh, bring in Chris Manhurts, who is uh, known for his blocking prowess here in this free agency period. And they do have Albert Okuwebunam still on the roster, but literally he was missing in action. All of last season, who knows if he just got into someone's doghouse? I don't know what he did to piss anybody off, but you know, everyone was kind of excited when we drafted him out of Missouri several years ago, just because he is incredible size and athleticism, but did not do anything last year. So there's literally only three tight ends slated with NFL experience to be on the Broncos roster. And that's really not enough to get things going. And Say in the nfl so tight end is one of those positions that's not like a huge top tier need for the broncos but it's just one of those positions that you know they're gonna have to address and i don't think it's gonna be necessarily with one of their early picks but it'd probably be a, a more of a day three one due to the depth of this tight end class which is just actually incredible but uh sam laporta uh fits into that mold if you guys remember A couple of years ago, the Denver Broncos also drafted the tight end out of Iowa named Noah Fant, and things didn't go as planned with that, and he didn't live up up to expectations. They also had T.J. Hawkinson, the Hawkeyes, did in that draft who went top 10 to the Detroit Lions, who was eventually traded to the Minnesota Vikings this past season. So I'm not sure what they're feeding those kids down in Iowa, but they have – a track record of sending very good people into the pros at the position. Um, Sam Laporta obviously isn't on the level of TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant. He's not going to be a first-round pick. He's not going to be a second-round pick. He's probably not even going to be a third-round pick. But he did test incredibly well at the Combine, which was a surprise to a lot of college football fans just because you don't see that athleticism on tape. But, you know, he ran a sub four six and timed really well and had a great broad jump and a great vertical. Um, so it's just one of those players that teams are going to be like, wow, you know, he really looked good here uh, in Indianapolis. But let's go back and look at the tape. And uh, what the tape shows to me is someone who's probably just going to be a jack of all trades player in the NFL who doesn't really ex- ex- uh, excel in any one certain area. Um uh, over the past couple uh, seasons there, uh, he didn't start as a freshman or a, a sophomore. He was, uh, you know, a relegate in that offense just because they had so many good players, like I had mentioned before. Uh, but the past two years for the Hawkeyes, he really hit his stride and was one of the most targeted players on offense. He had 101 catches for about 1,300 yards and five touchdowns the past few years, uh, averaging about 12 yards per catch. Um the word that comes to mind when I think about him is a good safety valve. He's a good chain mover. He's a guy who knows how to find soft zones in the defense and uh, you know, get first downs. Uh, he's just consistent in that regard. He's an average blocker. He's he's better in line when he's set in line than when you have him on the moon and force him to be a lead blocker. But he he's okay in that regard. But this is a really deep tight end class. Um The Broncos have uh, brought in Luke Musgrave. There's some other players, you know, Darnell Washington out of Georgia, who's going to go really high. Uh, The kid out of SDSU, his name evades me, is going to go really high. Uh, That old Dominion kid, I think Zach Koontz tested the best RAS of all time out of any tight end is is probably going to go higher than him. So when I'm looking at a guy like Sam Laporta, I'm looking at value on day three. And I think that he's probably going to be a guy that the Broncos could get in the fifth round. And that's perfectly fine with me because I don't necessarily think that they need to address the position any higher than that, but just a solid football player that comes from a program known for putting solid tight end prospects in the NFL, uh, coach really well. Uh, So yeah, that's kind of a brief rundown on him as a player.
0: Yeah. And when I was um, going through and kind of like, Reading what everybody talks about or writes about uh, Sam Laporta, all the draft experts out there, a lot of them um, were, were kind of saying he's a third-round pick. But if in a deep class, if he falls to the fifth round, that tells me if the Broncos get him in the fifth uh, and he's a third-round talent, that's huge. So, you know, you want to get players that could go higher um, in, in other years, but because of the stacked position group, they fall. Um, so that's, that's kind of where I landed on him with him
1: when I was writing it up. Uh, what, what do you, what do you have to say about that? Yeah. I mean, it just really depends. I mean, there, I think it's pro football focus had him number three, like the third ranked tight end, even above Darnell Washington in the entire draft. I think they had him behind, uh, Dalton Kincaid of Utah who, you know, Kind of reminds me of Noah Fant in a way is just one of those chess piece mismatch guys that's probably going to go in the top 20, top 25, similar to Noah Fant. Uh, then uh, uh, Michael Mayer at uh, Notre Dame is probably one of those guys. Uh, I think he's been compared to Jason Witten, just someone that you expect to have a 10-year career in the NFL. So he's obviously going to go higher than Sam Laporta. But then there's guys like Darnell Washington out of Georgia, Luke Musgrave out of Oregon State. Uh, Tucker Craft was the SDSU South Dakota State guy that I was uh, alluding to earlier. And even uh, Luke Schoonmaker, who the Broncos did recently bring in for a top 30 visit out of Michigan. Uh, And and my opinion would be in a class in a tier above Sam Laporta. But there are a lot of guys, just knowing uh, I was the Hawkeyes pedigree, Um, with those guys being coached well and making an impact or, you know, relatively being solid players in the NFL, uh, Sam Laporta definitely has the ability to be a top 100 pick in this draft, but, you know, rattling off, you know, the Kincaids, the Mayors, the Musgraves, the Crafts, the Shoemakers. You you could even say the Zach Koontz out of Old Dominion, like Ed mentioned earlier, whose RAS was just 10 out of 10, like unheard of. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that's – already six, seven guys that are probably projected to go ahead of them. Do we think that six to seven of those guys will go before the Broncos pick in the third round? Probably four or five. But with their investment in Dulcich last year in the third round, they brought in Chris Manhurts, who's going to be a platoon tight end for them, who's mostly going to be there to help as an inline blocker in the run game. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just one of those positions where I – if they were to get one of those higher tier guys, okay. Uh, you know, Sean Payton kind of has a little bit of a track record of drafting tight ends and trying to get the most out of them or bringing in a guy like Jimmy Graham as a veteran and making that offense run. But I think Sam Laporta, when you look at him, is more of a day three value pick that the Broncos could address that position with and would be a smart option, in my opinion. I don't know if they need to really go after any of the top guys. I mean, maybe Sean Payton doesn't let Greg Dulcich. Uh, I don't see why he wouldn't, but I don't think that the Broncos need to spend another high third-round pick on a tight end. You know, they could do damage elsewhere, and with the depth of this class, they'll get a guy like Sam Laporta on day three.
0: Yeah, and the one thing that I'm not sure about either is like when uh, watching him play, it just seems like he's not very good as a run blocker. Uh, He needs a lot of work there. Um, And it just, like, I liked, I saw a lot of similarities in his route tree and his ability in the passing game that the same type of stuff that got me excited about Greg Dulcich or an Albert O kind of gets me excited about Sam Laporta.
1: But then you see the run game and, and you're just like, eh. That's going to be a little rough. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing with tight ends in the NFL, you know, and I mean, I love Noah Fant, like when you guys remember all those years ago, like Noah Fant at Mile High Report was the first draft prospect profile I did in 2019 for that year because I thought like, wow, like this kid could play and Denver had been hoping for a long time. uh, I'm forgetting his name right now. Who was – was the one kid that uh, Peyton Manning like made like uh, Julius Thomas, oh. Julius um, Thomas, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously Julius Thomas was uh, Fourth round fifth, pick. fifth or sixth out of the Portland state or whatnot had former basketball player that, you know, no discredit to him, but having Peyton Manning as your quarterback, who's obviously one of the greatest to ever play, certainly helped him out. And in the NFL now you need Supreme athletes at the tight end position to be mismatches excuse me. And I thought Noah Fant was going to be that guy. And unfortunately, you know, he ended up getting traded. He was part of the trade for, uh, Russell Wilson, all that sort of stuff. But, uh, you know, Kurt Ferentz down Iowa is a really good head coach and that program churns out a lot of pro talent on both sides of the ball. And Sam Laporta, like you said, I mean, he if he's in line, like it's expected that it's going to be a running play and he's going to block, he's pretty all right. But if he's on the move or whatnot and it's a motion-type play to where he has to go out of his way to get to that next level and take somebody down like a linebacker, he just kind of looks lost and doesn't really latch on and get there. So yeah, you're, uh, you are you got to be able to block if you want to play tight end in this league. And the bread and butter for him is he's so good at finding soft spots in zone. But the quarterback play – at Iowa the past couple of years was so atrocious. I'm not going to really hold his lack of touchdown production against him or anything like that, but I just don't see where PFF's coming at, that he's like a top three player in this class. I think he's more in that, you know, fourth, fifth round range as a player that can come in and get some snaps um, and just be all right. But we'll see. Not a bad option, but just not someone that I would spend a, a top pick on. Yeah, I hear you. All
0: right, well, that'll, that'll wrap things up for us here today. Um, you know, we've, we've been very offensive heavy this week, so I think uh, we're going to be closing out on the defensive side of the ball on Friday. So stay tuned for that. Have a great day and go Broncos.